welcome to the Dior hot seat. Hiring is hard. It's a tedious process for all parties involved. Web3 companies are notorious for moving too fast, and the fact that they are early stage makes it so a lot of them don't even have proper HR departments. Valid candidates are drowned under an avalanche of so-so applications, trust me on that. And recruiters, who might be very well connected in the, in the space and they might know the perfect candidate, they don't even have a way to break through the companies because again, going full circle, these companies do not have an HR department or they are too busy. Can blockchains fix this? I'm not going to spoil what Boris from Job Protocol brings to the hot seat today, but here's a spoiler for you. This season of the Diorg Hot Seat has a lot in store for you, including you participating on it. Give us a follow or subscribe now to hear more in the next episodes. Hiring for the entirety of Web3, Boris from Job Protocol. Well, thanks a lot for the invite. I really appreciate it. And so yeah, thanks for being here. So I'm Boris. So my background is in computer science. So I've been interested in coding since I was a teenager. I studied computer science. Was then active in the startup scene, worked for a while at this company, DataCamp, which is like an online education platform to learn data science. And then a little over a year ago, or actually a year and a half ago now, Jacob, uh, we connected with Jacob, who I know from college, and we started working basically on the intersection between talent on the one hand and Web3 on the other hand. And it took us quite a few pivots, but in the end, we arrived at this idea of job protocol. And the goal for job protocol is to build the decentralized infrastructure layer for recruitment. Because what we want to do is we want to make it easier for companies to get connected with an ecosystem of humans and machines uh, to hire the right candidate faster and cheaper. And it's necessary because recruiting today is very inefficient. Basically, companies are looking for talent. Uh, it takes uh, them a lot of resources, takes very long. They see low returns on investments on talent acquisition. So it's always clear which recruiters to use, it's always clear which job boards will work out well. And so all of that uh, takes a lot of time and effort. And the basic problem is that you need a connection with a company to be able to help them hire for the right role. So uh, on the recruiter side, about 40% of their resources are spent just finding clients. And another problem is that they often don't get paid because there is disputes of who brought in the right candidate. Then you have job boards who yeah, also have a hard time finding clients, but and that also only work at larger scale. Like you need quite a bit of candidates uh, going through your job board before any company's interested on listing there. And then there's a lot of alternatives. There's a lot of talent partners that are not full-time talent partners. Like think about people with um, an audience, uh, like a, a Twitter influencer, an Instagram influencer, maybe a community, maybe a podcast host. Like they have a full-time job um, and they often don't have the time to necessarily yeah, reach out to companies to see if they want to hire through them, even though they have access to a niche audience of talented people. What we want to do is actually make this whole process more simple, more efficient by letting companies list their open roles on the on chain, on, on the blockchain and attach a referral bounty to it. So basically they can say, we're looking for a backend engineer. We're willing to pay $10,000 uh, for anyone who helps us find the right candidate. And then anyone can refer candidates. There will be reviewers that screen your candidate to see or to give a judgment on how well they think the candidate fits the, the role. Companies then select which ones they want to interview. And if they hire someone, the bounty is paid out to the refer of that candidate over a 90-day window. If a candidate leaves prematurely within that window, that partially or full um, bounty is refunded. 
And this makes recruiting more efficient uh, because it allows companies basically to work with all kinds of talent partners in parallel through the same interface. So they can work with freelance recruiters, agencies, communities, uh, well-networked individuals, uh, like basically anyone. Uh, there's also pre-vetting because if you put an incentive on chain, you can expect quite a bit of candidates to come in, not all, not all of which are, are necessarily a good fit. So uh, that's a service that's provided as well. Um, and this just enables them to hire faster and cheaper. And on the talent partner side, basically what you enable is that people don't longer have to look for clients, but the only differentiator is how good are you in finding the right candidates for a specific role, which makes it more efficient for everyone. And so far, so good. Uh, we've worked with some really exciting companies in the Web3 space, from AllianceDAO to Cloud Protocol to Superfluid, and made like hires uh, across the, the whole spectrum. Um, and so by now, about 20,000 people have passed our, um, yeah, our platform, and around $200,000 has been sent to refers. And the approach we're taking is actually quite different than the average um, or the, the most of the Web3 projects. because. We're having currently a very centralized approach. Like the whole platform that we have is centralized. And the reason for that is because, first of all, we need to check if anyone is interested. But second of all, we initially focused mostly on freelance recruiters and agencies to kickstart the network. And they just need a very good interface to use. And the goal for us is to go from here to a fully decentralized system that works completely autonomously. And we want to do that step by step where the current interface that we have converges to more of one of the many frontends uh, that can be used to access the network. And this decentralization um, will happen in a few different steps. First of all, and that's very soon on the roadmap, is we want to just open up all our data through an API so that an ecosystem can be developing around that. So you can submit candidates through API, you can read all the data through API so that an ecosystem can yeah, start developing there. That creates uh, openness already. Then very shortly after, we want to start bringing things on chain. And the reason for that is you want to guarantee this openness and fairness so that there's no one that can tamper with your candidates, that no, uh, that like it's very clear how the system works and that no one can change it um, on, a, on a per case basis. And the first steps there is to bring uh, job descriptions on chain, to bring referrals on chain, and to make sure that we have um, uh, an escrow smart contract that organizes the payments. And then finally, there is the DAO that will govern um, the parameters of the system uh, on chain. And more specifically, the way it is going to work is that um, yeah, roles will be minted on chain and a referral bounty will be held in a smart contract on chain, in an escrow smart contract. And that escrow smart contract will be governed by the on-chain information from referrals. Because every referral needs to be minted on chain, uh, basically keeping track of okay, who referred which candidate for what role and when. And there it's also important that we encrypt the candidate information. So only the client and the referrer will be able to access information and the, the, the candidates itself as well. I will be able to access information because you want to prevent that anyone could track who is being referred and who is looking for a new job. Then reviewers will be able to rank candidates uh, from one to 10. So they will also have access to, to this information. They'll rank candidates from one to 10 um, on how well they think it fit. They are the fit, a fit and better reviewers will be able to earn more um, based on how well their review matches in general, whether candidates get interviews and get hires. And finally, um, we have the companies that indicate on chain which candidates they're interviewing, which they're rejecting and which they've hired. And uh, in case of a hire, the bounty is paid out from the, smart, uh, from the uh, escrow smart contract. Uh, over this 90-day window. In case of no hire, uh, the bounty is instead refunded to the client. 
And in case of disputes, so imagine that a client says like, look, we didn't make a hire, um, but one of the referrers uh, finds out that they actually did, or one of the candidates indicates, hey, I actually was hired. Um, then disputes will be resolved through Clearos, which I think was on the podcast a few a few episodes ago, to resolve these disputes where both parties can bring evidence and it's resolved like that. And we believe that this is actually a very important part of the infrastructure for the future of work and the future of matching talent and work. Because within the crypto space, um, a lot of projects are working on user-owned professional data and making sure it's maximally open. Um, and also bringing more granular information on chain regarding skill, experience, and, and past work. And we believe that's really great because basically, um, yeah, today, I guess the best alternative is LinkedIn, which is not very detailed and it's very hard to access automatically. Um, and so on the other hand, you have systems like ours that bring open and incentivized roles on chain. And we believe that that's like a very fertile ground for innovation on top of that. Like, for example, on our system, think about referring client reputation, like where uh, refers um, like will get a higher reputation depending on how well their candidates do in interviews and refers with a higher reputation can, for example, earn a higher bounty or um, get preferential treatment for their candidates. And the same on the client side, you can think about some kind of system as a greenhouse where you can see, okay, how, um, like how quickly do clients review candidates, interview uh, candidates, how, how long does it take them to like go to a hiring decision? So it's clear, um, like whether you want to work for them or not, and and whether you want to work for them as a as a referrer or not. Then on chain resumes, as, as mentioned before, because like a big problem that we are seeing is that when we're reviewing candidates, that it's not always clear how, um, yeah, whether candidates are like what they say is true. Like, did they work at that company? Do they have those skills? And if, for example, you could have like uh, like a, a verification of. Their, the amount of GitHub commits in a specific language or with a specific technology or whether they were part of a certain organization uh, would resolve a lot of uh, a lot of those issues. The other ideas are like much more niche job boards, like you don't need a big audience as long as you uh, like have these jobs and there just needs to be a good match. And the extreme case of that is that you have start to have personalized job boards where you have some kind of AI that recommends you jobs and, and other uh, opportunities uh, just based on your skill set and uh, is incentivized by the open roles to, to do so. And you have like a ton of other ideas that can tie into that. So uh, yeah, we believe there's a lot of like opportunity and, and very cool use cases to be built on top of that. Maybe to finish, yeah, we're hiring ourselves. We're paying $15,000 for someone who can help us find our next founding product engineer uh, within Europe. So um, yeah, if you know anyone, definitely let us know. Thanks for listening. Keen to hear what the questions might be. Hey, Boris, uh, this is Ori. I hey, wanted Ori. to know, yeah, I wanted to know, um, what parts of the system are currently on chain and how are you managing the hybrid nature of it before transitioning over time once you have a flywheel uh, to being decentralized yeah so currently basically only the payments happen on chain and uh, that's not even like yeah uh, that's just through like uh, a gnosis safe so it's it's manual so basically none of it is on chain. The way we want to start bringing things on chain is first of all, um, yeah, we were thinking, okay, what is the most needed use case that we bring on chain first? And the source of most disputes is um, basically who referred a specific candidate for a specific role first. Um, and so that's the first thing that we want to bring on chain is basically these referrals. So basically just keeping track of like which refer referred which candidate went on chain. And the way we want to do that is that you want to yeah just post a, like sort of have basic information on chain of like 
the idea of a of a refer um, some kind of unique idea of a candidate. Uh, you want to put that information on chain, but then still, uh, but all the information of a candidate itself should be encrypted or might be at, in, in the beginning be encrypted in a database and only later be brought on chain or in decentralized storage uh, to guarantee um, privacy. And so that's the way we sort of want to sort of keep, like sort of basically we have the system that works and step-by-step step we want to pull things out, um, out, out of the sort of centralized system and use really the on-chain information as our main backend instead instead of having a, a normal backend that does it. I'm not sure if that answers the, the question. Yeah, it does, and it gave me more color into kind of the the first step, which makes sense, kind of based on what where the trust bottleneck is. Not just putting things on chain for the sake of putting them on chain, but yeah, putting the sensitive parts that have trust and coordination issues on first makes a lot of sense to me. Thanks. Cool. Awesome. Next question is going to be from Garrick. Hello, Boris. Thanks for your presentation. Um, I was wondering if you uh, considered uh, on, on your transition to a decentralized uh, platform any sort of token incentive mechanism, like for governance or for um, reputation, or even for the the referring uh, part of the of the flow. Yeah, we we have this uh, thought about uh, the token a lot. Also, like with this project, but also with our previous project, like we used to work on a project called Meritverse, and the goal was to build a decentralized LinkedIn. And one of the ideas was that you had some kind of like yeah, reputation token that you could stake on other people um, to sort of show who you think is good in a specific skill to like bring some social proof on chain on, on which skills uh, are people good at and 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 uh, and sort of make matching that way better. For our protocol now, yeah, we, we've we've started thinking about it. Um, like the main like the, the main intuition is that we want to keep it fairly simple. And so our current thinking is to like um, launch a token at some point. That will basically mostly serve two purposes. So, okay, let me take a step back. The the DAO, like, so we want to have this on-chain system um, that is governed by a DAO and a few parameters that are important to be governed by the DAO, for example. Um, okay, the bounty, like how much should go to the refer, how much should go to the treasury, how much should go to the person that brings on like, a specific role or a specific client, and how much should go to referral rewards for people that bring on other talent partners like other referrers. So those are a bit of the different parties. And then there's, of course, the feather that also should get a small percentage. So those percentages should be governed by the DAO. And there we believe that it's very important that the governance of the DAO is split on the one hand, like by sort of governance should come partly from um, capital, people that bring capital to the DAO to um, yeah, fund the whole operation. But that shouldn't be all, like, like at least half or a significant part should also be based on merit. Like, which are the referring parties that bring in um, most hires or bring in most clients or, or do most of the vetting work? And so we want to split the governance of the DAO like, partially based on token ownership, where the token um, itself basically gives you access to proceeds from the treasury um, uh, and, uh, and, and do governance. And the other part of the, the DAO governance should come from merits, like based on your recruiter reputation or your referral reputation, um, you should have a say in the DAO and, and how different parameters should change. Great, thank you.
So Miriam also has a question for you, Boris. Yep, uh, I'm not be that technical since I'm not one of the technical person here, but uh, well, um, this is Miriam. And uh, at the beginning of your presentation, just you mentioned if I understood correctly that one of the problems that there are currently is that uh, it's difficult to onboard new companies into the job boards. And so I was wondering, in your case, how are you are tackling this? Yeah, the main argument is that um, there's basically nothing to lose to list with us. Because you put a bounty up there, like the bounty is only paid out to refer in case of a hire. And the company can completely decide themselves how high the bounty is. We recommend that they like take as uh, the bounty more or less 15% of a yearly salary of uh, the person they're looking to hire, which is significantly cheaper than if you would go with um, a recruiter. And so that argument alone, yeah, often convinces most companies uh, to to try it out. And uh, by now we have like a nice list of, of previous partners our previous companies in the Web3 space, some of which are pretty high profile, that have uh, that that have uh, like had very successful hires through through the system. And maybe um, a final argument is that like once you put this bounty on there, it's basically accessible to anyone. And today we're um, working already with a few like a, a few like quite a few hundred freelance recruiters and agencies. But more and more, there's job boards, communities, like other parties joining that, like also online education platforms. So like the argument to list with us like becomes stronger every day uh every day as we go because the community of people that will help you out finding the right candidate uh is growing quickly mm -hmm. and it's just kind of like a follow-up question here uh, because you mentioned that anyone like it could be a human or a machine can recommend right so what do you mean by a machine <laughs> yeah no that's a good question um so like basically Right now, recruiting is is uh, is a very manual task. But uh, more and more, we see parties coming up that are like are partially automating um, their flow. And what what we're envisioning is a world where, with the right AI, could actually match jobs uh, jobs and talent uh, fairly effectively. So imagine you're a developer and you develop a, a system that can match. Um, like you, on the one hand, you have these open roles and you can see how much you can earn if you fill them. And on the other hand, you start having these open databases of resumes uh, and of of, uh, of talent that one could develop an AI that sort of tries to automatically match the two. And so that's what we mean with humans and machines is that like, well, yeah, we started with humans, with freelance recruiters and agencies. We're now onboarding job boards and other kinds of products, which is all sort of more machine level. Um, and sort of like the whole other end of the spectrum is like fully autonomous AI that, that could do the same. Awesome, thank you, Boris. Thank you. So next question is from Niraj. Uh, hi, Boris. Hey. I like to ask, have you considered integrating Lens protocol to bring the social aspect like LinkedIn to Web3? Yeah, yeah, totally. And like we, we've thought about it a bit. And so we see quite a quite a bit of opportunities. Like it seems that like Lens protocol is mostly focused on the yeah on the social aspect and sort of the um yeah the social network um uh, primitives and uh I, we believe that fits fairly nicely in the open roles that we have and so one one use case uh, but like what, what we're thinking is like we feel like we're sort of both on the protocol layer and we want to incentivize people to start thinking with those two tools and how they could be combined 
and uh, profit if, if they find a successful solution. And so one of the ideas that we like that, that we thought could be really cool is that if you just post a bound, like if you just have a cool role or your company have a role that you're looking for candidates for, that you say like, hey, look, uh, hey, network, I'm looking for candidates for um, for this role. Whoever helps me uh, like recommends candidates to me or shares my post uh, as a look for candidate. If I earned a bounty with candidates that were referred through me, uh, I will share my bounty with all the people that shared my post, for example. And so that's a way where you can sort of rely on the bounties that we provide for the job and rely on these um, uh, uh, like, um, yeah, open data uh, in Lens Protocol and so these incentives that you can attach to posts to distribute your the bounty to the people that are helping you. Yeah, that sounds really awesome. Thanks. Cool. And maybe maybe just a, another another like thing is like in our review currently we're mostly uh, looking at the resume and some data that people provide. Like if people provide their lens profile, that gives us much more information about. What have they been up to uh, in the space? Who are they hanging out with? Um, and so the more information you can provide like this and the more sort of lens and, and other protocols start to gain of import in importance, um, like the more rich an application can become uh, and easier to see for reviewers and companies uh, what are what are the right candidates for uh, that, that, that were referred. Awesome, Boris. Um, just a feedback from one of our members that she's saying like this project is really, really cool. <laughs> well, thanks. Uh, it's nice to hear. Yeah, I think this is like the best way to wrap it up here. Thank you for um, being with us and answering all these questions. Uh, we look forward to post-produce this episode and um, send it to you so we can enjoy it all together. Again, thank you for being here and I hope you also had a great time with us. Definitely. Thanks a lot, everyone. And I uh, hope to speak to you soon. Thank you.